Kim Possible, headline for Kimmy. It's a miracle. Kim Possible, headline for Kimmy. That female is bad as hell. Well, hello, you guys, and welcome to We're Podding This Together. It's the podcast where we guide you through your favorite or not-so-favorite Disney Channel original movies. Thanks for listening, you guys. I'm Josh. I'm Lori. I'm Sammy. And I'm John DiMaggio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here doing voices. No, just kidding, though. This is Brandon. Hold on to your enchiladas, because tonight we're watching Kim Possible, so the drama. Kim's heart is quickly captured by the new boy, Eric, who soon becomes her boyfriend. Unknown to Kim, her best friend and sidekick, Ron has developed stronger feelings towards her. Oh my god, that is the worst. No, it's pretty good. No, I mean, like, it's not, hey, this girl kicks ass and saves the world. It's, hey, she gets a boyfriend and also her best friend loves her. I mean, that was the movie. We already know that she kicks ass and saves the world. That's what she does in the series. The movie was that she gets a boyfriend and also her best friend loves her. They could have talked about all the little robot toys. Be like, robot toys are almost going to take over the world. No, that's a surprise. You can't know that in the beginning or you're not going to be You shouldn't. Like halfway through the movie is when Ron is like, I'm in love with you. I just don't like that it's whittled it down specifically to like boyfriend only. I agree with you. I, I remember the promotion for this movie and it was literally like, will they get together or will they not? Who knows? It was like that thing when a series has gone on so long and they've like teased that there's something there. But, did they tease it? Um, I didn't watch it a time, did. so I didn't. Okay. And also this movie was supposed to be the series finale. Oh. And, uh, so this was some trivia that I learned when I was reading IMDb. Apparently Disney Channel had... Um, a policy not to allow shows to run more than 65 episodes. What? So the show was going to end after three seasons because that would have been 65 episodes. And then this movie was going to be the finale. And so Kim and Ron getting together was going to be like the thing because I guess they had been building up to that this whole time. Because the show was so popular and there was a lot of fan support for it, they brought it back for a fourth season and broke that policy. I was listening to everything you said, but I also think it'd be really funny if they wouldn't let a show do more than 69 episodes. <laughs> that would have been really funny. You can only do 68. This is a clean station. <sighs> um, there's all sorts of big names that you guys have heard of in this show and this movie in particular. Kim, of course, is Christy Carlson Romano, who is in Even Stevens and Hello. Cadet Kelly. Ron Stoppable is Will Friedle who I know and love from Boy Meets World, but he also did a lot of stuff. Before DCOMs were DCOMs, he did My Date with the President's Daughter. Speaking of Boy Meets World, you guys know how I feel about Boy Meets World. Speaking of Boy Meets World... I have a strong feeling I know who you're about to talk about. Ryder Strong was a voice (laughs) in this movie. He voiced Brick Flag, who was Bonnie's boyfriend i am googling furiously Ryder strong was Corey's best friend in boy meets world sean oh, wow i forgot everything about this show and i knew i watched it but going into this i was kind of like i'm not that excited about this i thought the storyline that happens in this movie was cool and that's yeah. why i was like oh okay so they have an actual like story and an arc that's going on here and that was nice 
I thought it was super refreshing to watch a movie that had a convoluted plot that all came together in the end. Right. Exactly. It was like a big plot. It was it was very detailed and it wasn't just like a stupid throw it in your face. I mean, I can see why you maybe don't love it because of the love story in this movie. But the, For the record, I'm fine with the love story. It's just that they boiled the entire movie down. Like the summary is like, oh, gotcha. yeah, I mean, well, I guess we can talk about it. But this whole movie, I was kind of guessing, like, what is the evil villain doing? And I was actually sort of interested in finding out what he was doing. And I think it had a pretty good reveal. I think the reveal took so long to happen, which I thought was perfect because the whole time I was guessing that that was going to be what it was. But it took so long to get there that I was like second guessing myself yeah. the whole time. Yeah, it seemed very obvious, but in a way that was like, is it that? Yeah. And then it wasn't frustrating when the reveal did happen that it was like, oh, I guessed that all along. Like, it wasn't like a, oh, that's mm-hmm. dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, oh, that can cool, happen a lot. That. that can happen a lot when you, like, guess it from the beginning. You're like, I knew that. Well, and that's only, just stupid. Not only that, but it was like, oh, it is that. But it's a little more than I thought, and it's a little cooler than I probably would have come up with. I liked it when the twist oozed. <laughs> there what? was some oozing of the twist. Oh, that happened too. I forgot about that twist. Yeah, yeah there's all sorts of twists. And oh, I really you're like... talking about a twist and twist than we were talking about. <laughs> there, were, there were multiple twists, and I liked that there were little um, like breadcrumbs dropped all along. Like, they're large breadcrumbs that are pretty obvious but they all get pulled together and i feel like a lot of the decoms that we watch there's just entire plot lines that get dropped for no reason yeah and i kind of expected that from this course dinner dropped but none of them go together (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) Um, where does this movie start so the movie starts out and kim and ron are fighting sumo ninjas and Ron, I've noticed throughout this movie, I don't quite remember the show. He's like with her on every single mission ever. I feel like he deserves some like spy gear, but he's also very clumsy. So I feel like, I feel like at least he could get a suit to protect himself. Yeah. He's, uh, he's never really like been that great at helping, but he doesn't die. So he gets to tag along. Is he, the, is he kind of the kind of sidekick that accidentally always, thwarts the enemy by like dropping something off of a building and accidentally hitting the bad guy no from my recollection he actually actively gets in the way all the time it's more it's more like kim salt saves the day despite him instead of like but he brings rufus with yes, him and rufus, rufus. Does help a lot. yeah rufus yeah. always comes in handy ron pretty much actively gets in the way and or I seem to it's been a while since I've watched it, but I seem to remember he's always had like a side thing. Like he ends up like in this movie, he had like a he ended up playing Texas Hold'em for a while. I feel like in the episodes, that's usually his thing. He'll just get like sucked into this little side quest and then like come out at the end like oh, I saved the day. And Kim's like, you were no help whatsoever. <laughs> You were off doing your own thing this whole time. There, it turns out they're rescuing the president of Nakasumi Toys, and Kim like gets a phone call mid rescue, and it's like typical girl gossip, which I thought was cute. When like they're off doing like badass stuff, and then you remember like, oh, she's a high school girl, so that was pretty fun. Yeah, some gossip like, can you believe she like left this guy again? And oh, I can't believe it. Pretty relatable. 
because like when you're a teenager everything seems very important right then like if you don't deal with it right then everything's gonna go horrible so you're like i need to talk about this right now or something bad will happen yeah and it makes kim possible look flawless as a superhero is you can do anything while taking a phone call from monique and then and then in the middle of this conversation she's like oh that's really bad news and monique's like i know i can't believe they're dating again and kim's like no that's not what i mean look i'm getting shot at by a rocket gotta go (laughs) but like she makes the problems equally important i think that she would be really good at driving and texting at the same time oh for sure i really liked the like whole art the whole setting for this part because they're like in Tokyo on some float and there's these giant smiley faces that were kind of like ghost in the shell stuff. Yeah. And they're in Tokyo and there's like the bright color panels and it was kind of like 1950s. It made me think of like a something. disco floor or something. Disco, it, did yeah. it, was it really looked cool. like they were taking stuff from anime and not trying to make make it. They weren't trying to look like an anime, but they were taking stuff from that sort of stuff and adding it into their own style, which was cool. Yeah. Okay, so when I was trying to think of the theme song for this, all I could think was Kim Possible, headline for Kimmy. It's a miracle. Kim Possible, <laughs> headline for Kimmy. That female is bad as hell. Brandon just turned into a chili pepper. <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that mean? You sound like somebody from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Kim Possible. <laughs> She's alive, damn it. Oh, that's what they say. She's alive. (laughs) So they get a ride home on Mr. Nakasume. Josh, do you think I'm saying that right? I feel like that's close. Yeah, Nakasume. Yeah. Okay. Uh, He gives them a ride home on his private jet and she like skydives down. And then her parents are like, you got home pretty late because it's breakfast time. Wow, that is a big night out. It is. And then later, later they say, your curfew's 10 o'clock. And then it's like, a.m.? Yeah, so, (laughs) yeah, later on in the movie when she was going to prom, uh, it was like her curfew's 10, 11 if she's saving the world and it runs late. And then, like, she walks in at breakfast this morning and nobody bats an eye. Like, she's got no curfew. (laughs) Okay, my question is, who does she work for? Is this like... She's a vigilante. But who who are the people who like call her and tell her stuff? There was backstory in Sitchin Time, and I just read the Wikipedia on this, so it's like I haven't seen the movie in a little bit, but um so we should maybe talk about the fact that we accidentally skipped Sitchin Time. Oh, the yeah, resources that we use, which is definitely not Wikipedia because we would not be that irresponsible, have a list of all the DCOMs ever, and somehow the first one got left off. And somehow, thanks to Brandon, I think it was, we all watched the right one. Thank yeah. gosh. Well, I always follow the spreadsheet, so I was going to watch this one, but we were all like, what? Ha-? Like, the Wikipedia says it's the second movie. What happened to the first one? Yeah. Well, tell us. So um, in A Stitch in Time, I'm not sure of the exact plot of the movie, but it is revealed how Kim Possible became a superhero. And um, she just started a regular, like, babysitting lawnmower service, whatever, basically posting to Craigslist, but it was KimPossible.com, saying, I'll do anything you want. And, well, I mean, (laughs) I guarantee that there is some fan fiction out there. That's how she got big. Yep. 
but uh, what happened was some guy uh, was trying to reach Team Impossible, um, which I guess is an actual like saving the world service and they accidentally got Kim possible and she's like well I said I'd do anything and so she went and saved him and that's how she got roped into this business so basically when people need help they call her I or beep her I feel they like want to reach her parents her. also might have something to do with it yeah I think... the doctor one the... okay one of her parents is a rocket scientist and one is a neurosurgeon mm-hmm. so yeah I don't genes. Yeah, I don't think her parents have much to do with her business. I think they just have to do with her super abilities. Yeah, I thought they'd have a lot more to do with her stuff, especially because her brothers seem to take after Kim with the inventing and the... Um, no, actually, no, not at all. Her brothers are going to turn into super villains, 100%. Oh, yeah. Her brothers are basically the Weasley twins. Uh, no, I think there was a little mm. bit more malice to what they were doing, where they're like, ah... Like, yeah. I think they're going to be Elon Musk in, like, 10 years. Are you calling Elon? Yeah, are you saying Elon Musk is a supervillain? Oh, definitely. I feel like he's almost there. He just, like, sold a bunch of flamethrowers to people, so. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Oh, so the Mr. Nagasumi dude is, like, a toy creator maker. He's like Willy Wonka. Yeah, yeah of but toys. with toys instead of candy. I forgot that Willy Wonka didn't make toys. <laughs> he makes all the best toys i like how they actually showed sketches that like putting behind that like somebody has to create these toys which is pretty unique for a kid's movie i think i don't think yeah. i've seen that in any other ones and ron is a huge fan and they save his life so ron's like can i have this free thing i think happened if not oh yeah they were like yeah. oh he's the perfect test subject for our new toys oh yeah okay yeah Ron also really likes tacos. Oh, yeah. Tacos and toys, which I'm not going to say anything, but has something to do with the very end of this movie. I thought it was going to get dirty for a second. Me too. I <laughs> oh, geez. And I was surprised that was coming from Brandon. But okay. I, had, I ate a taco today. Oh, that is also surprising. Oh, not a, I didn't expect that either. <laughs> it was filled with pork. Oh, I don't think that's sanitary. God. No, it was. Oh. <laughs> I, <laughs> I used a fork. I forked it. Oh. <laughs> okay, so um. Kim is having all this like drama, hence the title so of drama. the in at her school. And I think one of the lead cheerleader girls is like, this girl's dating the varsity football player this girl's dating this cool guy this girl's dating him who are you dating kim you're not dating nobody you are a nobody and all the good ones are taken that was exactly her dialogue i feel like josh had a life as a former mean girl well you know so after that we just go to not taco bueno not taco bell not taco john's not taco in not taco casa but taco cabana not Casa Bonita. I've heard ca- that place is really, really shitty. Oh, shut your mouth. No, I mean, like, I've heard that it's, like, cool, but the food is really bad. But, it's like, true. it's worth going to. Apparently, they got better, but it used... it. Yeah, it was... They Where did they go? <laughs> what? Oh, they're... Okay, so Casa Bonita, just real quick, they're not allowed to shut it down because it's a historical marker. 
But yeah, so they could literally serve dog food and they couldn't get shut down because it's historical. It's protected. What if there is a restaurant where they serve dog food to dogs? That'd be kind of cool. I'd go there. So there's a fancy nightclub that they sneak into called the Bermuda Triangle. We and totally skipped over Bueno Nacho. Yeah, I, what is it called? Oh, Bu- yeah. yeah. Bueno That's all I wanted to know. Bueno, Taco. Bueno Nacho. Bueno Nacho. Bueno Nacho. And um, man, there's new management and things seem to be changing. They canceled Naco Night. <gasps> and Ron's about having a fit. What was nacho night? Was it like free nachos or was that just like the only night you could get nachos at this taco place? It's naco it's not night. Nacho night. Is it literally naco? Oh, it's I naco. get it. Nacho taco. Confused. I thought it was just nacho night. And I was like, why is there only one night a week you can get nachos at this place? But That's also crazy. it seems to be like a happy hour kind of thing because he's like, um, I come here every night for naco night and it is 478 <sighs> and you're telling me it's 723 now. Okay, but relatable. Dude, the whole time I was watching this movie, I was starving for nachos. I want burritos real bad. I mm. want Taco Bell just in general. I almost went to Taco Bell, but then by the time I got home, I took my pants off and I was like, I'm not putting pants back on. I still haven't put pants back on. And um, I always want to Postmates Taco Bell, but the minimum order is like $15 and that's so much Taco Bell. That's easy to do there. I have Postmated Taco <laughs> Bell. Well, I can only eat the bean burritos and the Fiesta potatoes, so... Oh, <laughs> like 11 bean burritos. That's <laughs> a lot. Just get, yeah. like, a big drink. Ron is very... And it's relatable. I mean, like, even if you go to a restaurant and they take, they've take they taken something off the menu, just that alone is enough to be like, fuck you guys, what are you doing to my life? I was looking forward to this for a month. How dare you close I'm still burritos. so pissed that Taco Bell took off their, like... It was called the Blackjack Taco. And it had like a ranchero sauce on it. I'm sure you could still get something like it. You can, if you like know what all, if they still have all the ingredients and if there's, even if there's just an employee there who knows what it was, you can get them to make, trust me. They used to have the crispy potato soft taco and now it's the spicy potato soft taco. And it's just a different sauce. And I, sometimes I'm like, I don't like custom ordering up menu items Especially on a dollar menu Taco Bell. (laughs) Yeah, but the spicy potato soft taco is sometimes not a little too spicy for what I'm craving at the time. And so I will ask, do you still have the like ranch sauce or whatever? I don't remember like what the sauce was, but I'll be like, do you have the sauce that used to be before it was spicy? And And they're like, yeah, it's two years old, but. (laughs) No, I mean, they keep it. It's, It's regular and they use it. They just don't put it on the menu item anymore. I really like that most restaurants are getting apps when I have like, I use it at Starbucks a lot. Like I used to work there, so I like perfected a drink, but it's like the bougiest bullshit, not on the menu, 18 different things. But if you have the app, you can just like put it in and then go pick it up. You don't really need to like talk to anybody about it. You just like grab your shame drink and leave. Go up there and be like, I would like my soy latte, 18 pumps of vanilla. Oh, God. I'm not even like, I think mine's bad, but when I worked there, people would be like, I want it to be 72 degrees. And like, oh, yeah, yeah. And they'd bullshit and be like, this isn't the right temperature. I'm like, go fuck yourself. You did not like measure the temperature. They'll do that. Like, oh, I want, what was, what's like the douchiest one? It was always like mochas for some reason. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. People do that with hot chocolate, too. So I just listened to your guys' episode on Tiger Cruise. And where I was at during 
<laughs> okay, tell us. I was in sixth grade. I was in class. I was in school. And that's really about it. I'm yeah, so glad you got I to tell you were us. I wrap this in and be like, I was on a taco bell. <laughs> <laughs> I was nope. skipping school. I remember, I remember one kid made like a joke about it and I was so mad. But now that I'm an adult, I was like, maybe that was his way of coping. Now we can move on. <laughs> They sneak into this like nightclub and they're going after Draken, I think. Yes. Yeah. So uh, Wade beeps Kim, which is what she prefers. Yeah. Call um, me or beat me. Yeah. <laughs> and he tells her Draken has been spotted at the Bermuda Triangle. And then we cut to the Bermuda Triangle and it's like this underwater nightclub that Sweet. you have to have like 18 passwords to get into and you have to look all fancy it looks super cool but I you don't have go. to be 18 or older or 21 or older really they don't have id apparently or kim and ron have a fake id which i feel like is probably more likely so why are they trying to find the draken guy it seems like in general he's just like the mojo jojo of this show yeah, he's just the big bad. And... So he's just up to something again, and they're like, we got to yeah. figure this out. Yeah. Wade's like, I found Draken at this nightclub. You want to go track him down and... Drack him down? Yeah, Draken down. Good job, Lori. This is the Dude. part where Ron gets swept up in a game of Texas Hold'em. And, and they think that like he's like, apparently there's some child that's supposed to come. I don't know if it's a little person or a child, but they're okay. supposed to, it's like a super rich person. And Ron's just like, sure. He just walks in. They're like, are you the kid? And he's like, yeah, I'm the kid. And they give and him like, like, go fish. Five million. What was it? Like five million chips? It was a lot. It was a lot. So that's what was happening there. Yeah. And shockingly, he's bad at poker. And it's not even as bad. He doesn't know, which I can. I've played poker with people before and I had to have like a cheat sheet of what hands mean and try to like look at the cheat sheet and then like look back at them and then look at my cards and then bet. Which made it pretty clear what was going on in my hands. So that wasn't the best thing. I actually, I know all the hands and I know what beats what, but I don't know how to play poker. He ends up not doing well at Texas Hold'em. And then they all want him to pay up for his tokens. But typically you do that beforehand. So that was irresponsible of them. I think they fronted the money because they knew the kid was good for it. Um, sure. We'll allow that. Da- Kim's dad, who is a rocket scientist, I love how in shows it's just like brain surgeon and rocket science are just like, so you do body science, all of it, and you do everything with machines and computers. And so apparently he has something that Draken wants, and we don't really know completely what it is, but she kidnaps his dad. No, he doesn't kidnap him yet. Is that now? Yeah, uh, yeah pretty sure. much now. He gets kidnapped pretty at some much. point. Oh, no, it was a little bit later on because first we've got all this thing with Eric, the new kid. There's a new kid, Eric. He's dreamy. He has a motorcycle. And so this is the part in the movie where I looked at him and I was like, clearly he's a plant. Because he's too perfect. I did not pick up on that at all. I I picked up on it and then I kept doubting myself for the entire rest of the movie. Well, I picked up and I think what you and I were picking up on was the cut was from Draken saying, I have a plan cut immediately to Eric. I did not yeah. pick up on that. I just thought that this boy yeah. was very was perfect. Smooth. And that does not yeah. happen to Kim. I no. picked up on it when he said, oh, my father's not around. He's working on something very big right now. 
Yeah. For see, I I knew there was something up. I didn't know exactly what it was. And at some point, I was like, "Does Draken have a son?" That's what I thought. <laughs> and I was like, "I feel like I'd remember if Draken had a son." And that's where I was like, "He can't be with him because he's not his son. He doesn't have a son. So there's no way that he that's his father. So there must just be like leading us on." But earlier, Draken had like a girl's room set up. And he had these researchers in the room, like, talking on the cell phone, like, oh, my God, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, doing research about girls. Yeah, teenage oh, girl behavior. Creepy. Mm-hmm. So this Eric kid. Yeah, more about Eric. Let's, let's get through this kiddo. He was yeah. sent as a plant. But yes, but we don't know that yet. Right now, no. he's just perfect. And uh, Ron finds him first and thinks he's, like, cat's meow does he yeah because he's got a motorcycle and he likes naked mole rats they're like best friends for a second and ron's like i'm gonna show you around the school i know everything there is to know about this school except where you can find your schedule but anyway here's (laughs) the cafeteria and And then eric is like who's that girl and then ron's like oh that's the lunch lady you can't get her fired i already tried that was a very funny line. <laughs> that was a great line. And then Eric's like, no, the girl. And Ron's like, oh, that's Kim. That's my buddy. But Ron was like, you don't want like her. She's, ugh, anything, ugh. Because he didn't want Eric to fall in love with Kim. But sadly, he does. Or he pretends to. His and Kim AI does. Kim falls for him and Ron feels left out. AF. Oh yeah, that was a big part of this movie. Sammy, how do you feel about boys tricking girls into falling in love with them? I don't like it. For their own evil uses. I think that's emotional manipulation and that's abuse and not cool. Oh. I mean, that's not good. It's not. I Can don't... this robot boy really be held accountable for his programming though? No. It's like a Westworld episode. But... I haven't seen Ooh, that show. Yeah. Don't spoil it or I'll kill you. Oh, you and all. Yeah, I haven't seen it either, and I really don't want to be spoiled either. Well, uh, watch it already. Yeah. Um, I don't it's have like the brain capacity. Old. I don't have the brain capacity for shows that require thought right now. So if if like I accidentally get spoiled, I'm not going to be upset. But if you are like Westworld reference, and I say like I haven't watched it yet, and then you say something, then you're an asshole. That's my policy like, on spoilers. I agree with that too. Yeah, if I like if, the if a spoiler happens and they're like, "Oh, it's a two-year-old show," I'm like, "You're right. That's my bad for listening." It wasn't meant for you. So we're not going to tell you how Eric was fake all along. <gasps> Fuck! <laughs> Out of here. Um, Kim tries to talk to her dad about her boy problems at some point. God, I never did that ever, ever, ever. It seemed weird. Me neither. In fact. The first time I think I talked about boys with my dad was like two years ago. Wow. And my dad was like, so, boys? And I'm like, <laughs> sure, dad. And left the room. And that was literally it. <laughs> I mean, that's all you need. <laughs> the correct answer is yes, multiple, please. At you say boys. She tries to talk to her mom. Her mom puts her on speakerphone because she's doing brain surgery. And then. She tries to set her up with one of her, which is like the most awkward thing ever. Like, hey, why don't you date this person's son? 
and that person's in the room with her. So Kim has to be polite about like, oh no, bye. They make it seem like on these shows where it's like you do X, Y, Y, and then like no matter what else you did previously, like somehow she would just like get in with the cool people, but it also seemed like she didn't. Well, the problem was is that she had like two people telling her what was cool and what wasn't because at the end, okay, I'm just going to say a spoiler. She hooks up with Ron and the entire school, the entire school claps because they're like, yeah, Ron's actually pretty cool. And Kim Possible's pretty cool because she saves the world. Like, why wouldn't we ship these two together? You know, so the problem was that Kim just had like these two people telling her that Ron wasn't cool to date felt like it was really weird how wrapped up she was in that like I can't date Ron because he's a nerd thing and that's kind of where like the the fellow brain surgeon's son was like head of chess club and he was like you should date Kevin he's the head of chess club and she's like "Ugh, chess club gross no and it's like I don't feel like that's a thing she'd actually care about okay so the setup to them will they or won't they like how was it and was it mutual was it sometimes kim was like maybe and sometimes ron was like yeah or like was it only ron digging kim i think they've had like a mutual will they won't they during the series but again it's been a while since i've watched it okay that makes me feel better about it and i think it was always really subtle like it was never like fully expressed it was maybe like he looked at her too long or something So the thing about this little love affair is that it wasn't really like ever in the friend zone. It wasn't like he was totally put in the friend zone. It was more Kim saying like, I don't know if I can, but she was open to it. She was just, she just had to figure it out. So it wasn't like Ron's like, I can't believe she only thinks of me as a friend. Her hesitation was more like he's not cool enough more than he's, just a friend so the evil villain kidnaps kim possible's father because her dad knows a lot about like what was it called josh you would probably remember it was called hephaestus what hephaestus and i know this because he's the greek god of um uh, no no, it's like uh like machinery and stuff like he's the tinkerer Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, okay. That's not the word I was thinking, but that's perfect. Uh, Yeah, he was, Hephaestus was the god of fire, metalworking, stonemasonry, forges, etc. Oh my goodness. So they hire asbestos, or they kidnap him, and what do they do? Do they scan his brain for all the answers on how to make it? Yeah, they scan it, and then it's implied that they, like, remove it from his brain, because then he can't when Kim's asking him about it later, he's like, I was talking on the phone with you and then nothing. They were totally like ahead in this movie because he was doing this thing where he's like, um, would you like to delete the file? And he's like, oh yes, I'll take some more coffee. Deleting the file. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. That is like text-to-speech right there where oh, it sure. messes up and deletes your file. My funniest text-to-speech, I was in the car and I accidentally summoned Google and I was like trying to figure out directions somewhere and i was like they're like what do you need and then i was like never mind and then instead of just being like oh okay bye uh, siri would do google was like playing never mind by nirvana i was like okay i actually can't listen to this <laughs> so that's fine <laughs> my favorite i don't use text to speech much but my favorite is a uh, one that i've received from tim early on in our days he texts to speeches while he's driving and He'll be like, I'm on my way home. And I think he said, like, I'm on my way home, mama. And I was like, <laughs> did you just call me mama? 
channeled Elvis for a second. It has been a thing for a while. Wow. <laughs> like, oh, mama. I huh? have, it's not voice to text, but one time I was driving in a car and I accidentally called a client and I started <laughs> road raging at this biker that was <laughs> swerving in the road. I said, You goddamn motherfucker, get the fuck out of here. And like the whole time I was on the line and it was oh my God. so bad. I remember that. It was really good. I felt so bad for you, but it was also very funny. It was. That's perfect. All these kids flock to Bueno Nacho to pick up these Diablo toys. And it shows them from like all different countries and continents. It's uniting the world. All of the kids love this toy. And this is when I knew something was up. Is right near the end of the movie when I should have picked up on stuff. <laughs> I said, those toys are going to come alive. <gasps> okay, question though. Answer. Did you guys have like a toy from one of the kids' meals or whatever that you had to have. Oh my god, the Pokeballs from Burger King with the gold-plated Pokemon cards. I had recently bought one of those. Like It was just like a Pokeball with like a mystery Pokemon inside. And I got Jigglypuff, uh, my vintage toy store that I used to work at, got them. And it turned out they had released those toys and a kid put one over his mouth and died. And so then they got all recalled and like a hole poked in them when they re-released them and so i found a seller on ebay who was selling them and they were the original ones without the hole and the like seller made this big deal in the description about how you can have the toy that's inside but i'm going to destroy and throw away the pokeball that's inside it that way nobody gets hurt and it was very funny because like there's no like nobody is on ebay about to buy this like pokeball toy that is gonna like put it over their face yeah wow okay my toy my toy there was these sweet commercials for Lost in Space. And at Long John Silver's, you could get a robot from the Lost in Space movie. Didn't that come out in like 2013? Yeah, that was like, that's like 2018. What do you mean? The one with Will Ferrell? Uh, what's the one with the family that like gets stuck on a planet? Lost in Space? Yeah, that's there was like an old one from like 2003 or oh, something. Oh, no, Josh is right. This existed. Sheesh, oh. gosh. So terrifying. My God. story is I really wanted a robot and they were just giving them away at Long John Silver's. My family was like, we don't eat at Long John Silver's. Why would we ever go there? I'm like, please, we have to go. So we get there. We go through the drive-thru. We get to the window and they're like, yeah, we just want a toy. They're like, oh, it'll be $10. They were charging for the toys. And it's not a robot. It's a puppet that you put your hand in and like you can turn it your hand around to make the arms move. And that was it. I thought I was getting a robot. (laughs) That sucks. Let's go ride it. Long John Silver sounds really good, though. Um, it turns out that Draken is the one who owns Bueno Nacho <gasps> Twist. Oh my what? gosh. So they got to beep Kim to let her know, but she's at prom having a grand old time. And With Eric, her fancy boyfriend. Nice. This is, we've discussed her prom experiences on here. She's way better yep, off. We're not talking about it. We all went with friends. We're cool. Yes. Uh-oh. And meanwhile, while they're having a blast at prom, Rob is at Bueno Nacho. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I was doing the notes on my phone. It probably auto-corrected. <laughs> Realistically, I went to prom because I'm like, okay, I have to go at least once. I feel like I'll regret it later if I... It would have been so much cooler just hanging out at a Taco Bell with my buddies. Oh, God. Yeah. That sounds cool. 
Yeah, I kind of want to go hang out at Taco Bell with you guys. Yeah. We get dressed up in prom clothes and go to Taco Bell. We could. So Ron was at Bueno Nacho when he, I kind of liked, I liked this scene. So he like looks at the straws and they're non-bendy straws. And he goes up there and he's like, this is the last straw. And the I guy's didn't like, get no, it I have... just now. <laughs> he's like, no, I have several more right here. And he's like, it's not bendy. <laughs> <laughs> These scenes with Ron are so good. I think the show would have been so good if it were literally just Ron and Rufus palling around. I'm sure there's an episode like that. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm not sure. Show, I'm pretty certain the show did a lot of like... Um, one-off episodes where they would delve deeper into certain characters so i'm pretty sure there's like a ron rufus only episode but anyway yeah i love it because ron is like so close to figuring out the truth that like dragon's behind this oh rufus had figured it out rufus is trying to spell evil and the diablo sauce (laughs) but that's not rufus that's the cashier oh it was the cashier you're right the cat but rufus was yeah rufus was pointing at it the ex-manager who is has been fired from management is now a cashier is trying to be like something's wrong here and ron is totally oblivious and what finally makes him lose it is the lack of bendy straws and he's still not clued in to the fact that they're evil takes him a minute he runs outside and then look like what if he's oh he runs outside to call the CEO of uh, Bueno Nacho and it, it, he gets through to Draken and he's like, What the fuck happened with my bendy straws? And like, <laughs> I am Draken and he's like, You're Draken. And then he looks back in and he sees Rufus pointing to the sign that says evil. Evil. And then it shit goes down. Like the toys are alive and there's an entire i don't understand why the children had to have them i guess that would make it for world domination but it seems like they're mostly just concerned with like fucking up kins it's like s- spreading them out just getting well, I think everywhere draken's main plan has always been world domination and i think maybe that was his problem was that he always thought too big and so that's easy to take down but anyway um they're all like marching so he like runs up to the prom to try to tell them that like shit's gone wrong and right when he gets to the door and it opens they all like hide really quickly and it was really funny but i liked that even though there's like no real evidence at this point like kim's like no i trust you please come in and tell me we'll talk to wade and they like work together like she doesn't just be like you dipshit leave me alone if one of you came up to me and were like these toys are alive i'd be like you're crazy well also kim's like job is to solve crazy schemes but they made, so, like, Ron up to be, like, such an idiot the whole time and her to yeah. be, like, oh, you silly little nerd. That, like, it's yeah. cool. It yeah. just shows that, like, she sees Ron for himself, not how everybody else sees him. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure she's seen crazier shit happen. I Yeah, she's definitely seen crazier shit happen. But, yeah, everybody's like, this idiot, he thinks the toys are alive. He thinks Taco Bell is evil. Kim's just like, nah, he might be onto something. I'm going to look into it. But to be fair, they've been best friends for years. I would have been mm-hmm. super frustrated if she had just written him off. Because, like, yeah. be very out of character. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. The character development for these characters are so well-rounded and built, you know, that it just works. Uh, Eric gets kidnapped, and that makes Kim go to Draken. And it turns out that Eric is a robot! Oh, and my God. <gasps> Kim gets captured. Kim and Ron both get captured. And you can see Kim, like, so defeated. They're, like, tied to a pillar 
and Ron's like, what's our plan? She's like, I don't have one. Like, first time in my life, I don't have one. She's just kind of heartbroken. But then Rufus do Sol. He got teeth and he got a lightsaber. And lipstick. Oh, what a cute little, little, little shot. I love <laughs> Rufus. He's so good. And they get out. And then Kim and Rob go to the dance together. <laughs> and and then I mean, they that's... make out. Which, like, they did a lot of smooching for a deep. Um... Yeah, I did not expect it to go there. I thought it was just going to be like, oh, we kissed, we're together now. No, it was like, it cl- like they kissed, and then I counted it six seconds. Like, like the people watching the prom would have been like, you two need to separate. Leave kids. room for Christ. Okay, while they're dancing, they also play the song that was sung by Christy Carlson Romano. They were like determined that she was going to have a, I wonder if she they even were. wanted to have one. Probably oh. not. Yeah, this happened at the end of the Even Stevens where summertime and we're having fun. Summertime for everyone. Grab your guitar. Oh, God. I think probably what happened with <laughs> Disney is that they got a hold of her. They found out she could sing and they're like, great. I have heard tell of all of these TV actresses who go on to have great music careers. We're going to we're going to make bank with you. And she's like, OK, whatever. I mean, Disney, Disney's kind of yeah. got their actors by the balls, so, like... I did yeah. have this song stuck in my head for, like, the next hour. Oh, though. yeah. It was funny to me, too, that it was, like, a high school romance. And I understand they've been friends for a really long time and stuff. And it was like, this is the beginning of the rest of my life. And it was very, like, permanent relationship stuff, which was just like, whoa, they're at their prom. Yeah. Calm down a little bit, Disney. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it to go that far. Do you think they were really making that final push for bringing back another season? I feel like getting those two together goes against that because like yeah having them in a relationship would is weird for the show I think. Yeah, I think that's how they wanted it to end. That's how they expected it to end. But there was like big audience pushback and Disney's like, "Oh, we can make more money off of this, so let's do another season." So that's the end of the movie. What did we learn? We did it. Um, I learned, I want to bring this up because I just wikipedia it, and <laughs> I learned that Disney actually put out an EP of Disney songs entirely performed by Christy Carlson Romano. Oh, oh wow. wow. They were really, I just like, they were really trying, and I don't think it ever picked up, but like they were trying to like a few years, so they're like, okay, 2001, not the year. 2002, maybe. Nope, not the year. 2003, now's the time. 2004 has to be it. Yeah, they uh, tried but you know what? Ended up being High School Musical. That's so not where she got her end. career from. Was she in High School Musical? Oh, no. I thought we were just talking about Disney music. No, <laughs> no. I just think specifically her career. Oh, like, yeah. Kind of do with her, like, what happened to, like... She's spoken out. She's spoken up and said, like, yeah, I didn't want to really want to sing. I didn't want to do any of that. Yeah. So. I learned not to trust corporate America because they might not always have your best interest in mind. Yeah, they might be trying to take over the world with the toys they're selling you. I learned that I need to get more tacos in my life. Same. Immediately. I learned that Kim has impressive athleticism. I was like watching most of this while I was at the gym and I had like a five pound weight that I have to do the like where you just like lift it up at your side. And by like set two, I was just like, I would rather cut off my arm than try to do this anymore. And then she's just like zip lining around and like pulling people up out of stuff. And like, don't think about how impressive that is. I realize she's a cartoon, so it's not like an actress actually had to train for these. 
but it's still pretty cool that she's like buff yeah she's a pretty kick-ass like female character like she's pretty a good role model i feel like Mm mm-hmm well, I, I was reading about it, and they said they created the show because there weren't a lot of female leads. So they did one with a cartoon and just made this badass female. And, like, they don't do the thing where they're like, oh, Kim Possible is defying the odds despite being a girl. They're just like, no, she likes doing this thing. She's a badass. Let her do it. Yeah, like, yeah it wasn't that stupid right-on-track shit that we've been having to deal with this whole time. It's oppressive. Do we want to rate this movie? I think that we should let Dustar 1961-2000 rate it first. Oh, okay. Um, okay. The movie So the Drama was kind of cheesy with the exception of a couple of scenes where I was where I think he tells her he loves her and she says the exact same to him and the kissing scene at the end. I thought that was cute. I thought he just said he didn't like it. As for the TV series, I no longer like it because I grew tired of it. I used to watch the TV show, but now it's become kind of cheesy. As for the movie, so the drama, it was very cheesy. I don't think I'll go back to watching the TV series again because I've gotten older and it no longer excites me as much. I hope I haven't ruined things for people who haven't seen the second KP movie by revealing what happens in a couple of scenes. All in all, the second KP movie had some cute scenes, but other than that, it stank. The first movie was cheesy too. Goodbye. Goodbye. Insightful. Goodbye. Which I think it's funny that he was calling it cheesy like it was a bad thing, but they ate copious amounts of cheese throughout this movie, so I think that's a compliment. That is a thing. That's what they, like were, they were going for. for a lot of really cheese. want a Nako. God, me too. What would it be? Well, it's uh, a Ron invention from early in the show, and I guess it got adopted by Taco Bueno. Bueno, Taco Bueno Nacho. What's the show? Sure, <laughs> any of those. <laughs> I believe it's just like nachos in a taco shell. Oh, that's better than what I was thinking. I was thinking like taco shells broken up with like taco filling on top of it and like shredded cheese instead of melted cheese, but yours is better. I think both of those are very good. Yeah. I mean, like they're essentially the same food, just in different shapes. Yeah. One's just like been crushed. I give the Nako a 10 out of 10. I give Kim Possible an 8 out of 10. No, I give it an 8 out of 10 as well. I think they like set out to do what they needed to do. It was a rare exception to me hating anytime they're like, oh, this boy and girl are friends. They have to get together. Like, I actually wasn't grossed out by it in this one, which is unique. I would like to give it a rating as well. I'll allow it. Lori, um, I want to give it a 9 out of 10 just because it was so much fun to watch. And these DCOMs have been miserable yeah. for a while. And this was the opposite of miserable. It was nothing but joy and pleasure and fun and i enjoyed watching it and that's something i haven't gotten even the ones that i'm like it wasn't that bad this one was fun i'd watch it again and that's saying something sammy's stamp of approval well don't invite me to your movie night i'm giving it a five out of (gasps) ten i didn't (laughs) like this movie and i didn't like watching it to be honest, God I can see it, why Josh, it's good, but I didn't like it. I'm kind of in the same. I mean, I get you just rated it an eight. Right? No, I know. I, I, what I, I mean, I get what Josh is saying, though. It hasn't even been five like, minutes. I think it's a great <laughs> no, you're right. I, I didn't even give it. reasons why. You did. I thought you were done. <laughs> okay, well, no. What? Why do you agree? Because I, 
I think it's a really good movie. I don't think it's necessarily for me the same way that I don't really like The Incredibles, but I get that it's like a really good movie. Like I thought the plot actually worked. So that's why I rated it high, but I get what you're saying. I'm trying to help you. Oh, okay. Well, thanks. I, I mean, feel like most of my rating is Ron and Rufus. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's a funny movie. Boop, boop, beep, boop. You may not be able to call us or beep us, but there are other ways you can reach us. Damn. Paging us isn't okay. But We're you not can drug dealers. Email us at pondthistogether at gmail.com. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Instagram is kind of popular. It's weird. Um, what else? Where else are we, guys? Probably Tumblr, but I haven't updated that in like six so, weeks. We do have a Tumblr. I don't remember the login information. It probably hasn't been updated since you lucky dog. I think um, it was the last one with Taj Maori. Oh, founded? No. no, the other one. Oh. With uh, oh, the uh, poof point. Yeah. Oh, poof point. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I try to forget, forget that, that one. But, yeah. I recommend finding us on Twitter or Facebook. Instagram's cool, but there's not a lot of interaction you can do there. But you know what? If you guys send us an email, we will read it. I, I guarantee. Our email in a really long time. We will. I chat. will read it. I guarantee it. We have we gotten want some emails to hear your stories. We do. Tell do you, you guys have memories of decoms? Just write it in. We could possibly read it on the show if Lori ever checked the goddamn email. I'm checking it right now. <laughs> There's what not going to be anything there. What if we have like a bunch of fan mail and everybody's like, if you don't answer, I'm not listening. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> That's why our po- our downloads have gone down. <laughs> no, they're back up. They're actually like higher than they used to be. I know. It's um, Email, tweet us if you want to reach us. If you want to Facebook, that's okay.